So it has definitely been a lot of like trial and error, but like not taking it personal and allowing it to like just be a failure. Like, okay, cool. We like put these numbers in, did a problem, didn't get the right answer. Cool. How do we rework this to get what it is that we want to happen? Hey guys, welcome back to the Currently Bossing Podcast powered by the Boss Up Inc. On this podcast, we discuss all things relating to career, social media, influencer marketing, and what it really takes for you to create your mark in today's digital landscape. I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, founder and CEO of The Boss Up Inc. Hi, bosses. Welcome back to the Currently Bossing Podcast, powered by The Boss Up, Inc., where we help female entrepreneurs and creators bridge the gap between boss life and wellness, ensuring that they become more balanced bosses. I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, and today we're chatting with Scotty O. Scotty is a multidisciplinary artist from South Louisiana who loves to do her own thing. She has spent her life creating through various mediums, although photography might be her favorite. She's launched Alter Planning Co. in 2019 and has found so much pleasure in being able to help people manage their hectic lives and calm their busy minds. As APC grows, Scotty continues to innovate new ways to create different planners that aid in various aspects of her life. Since its debut, Alter Planning Co. has been featured by Jessica Alba, Beyonce, Marie Claire, and Cosmopolitan. Scotty, welcome to the show. I'm super excited to have you because this conversation is well needed. We're in the thick of Q3, going into Q4. So I know it's going to be great. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to talk. Yes, I'm excited to have you and to just hear like your words of wisdom and advice, especially around like how we can tackle planning and all that good stuff. But before we dive in, I always like to for you to like set the scene. So tell us a little bit more about you and your career story. Okay. Yeah. Um, in real life, I'm an artist that's like stumbled <laughs> into business. Right. <laughs> um, I like remember trying to figure out what I wanted to do in college. Um, Cause I picked up photography when I was like 12 um, and like knew that I didn't want to study art in college. Um <laughs> Mm-hmm. And my parents didn't want me to study art either. <laughs> they both have like, they both have pharmacy degrees. So they have like mm-hmm. real, they went to class and it was like real. I didn't mm-hmm. do any of that. <laughs> so I didn't want that either. Um, and so a friend of mine recommended that I go into advertising, mm-hmm. which was this really nice hybrid of like the skill set that I already had and what I was interested in and something that I felt like could possibly make sure that my bills were paid when I graduated. Because <laughs> that's important. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and so then started in advertising when I was probably like 19. One of my friends had an agency and she was like, your eye is different and I want you to come in and do creative strategy for me. I was like, okay, I don't know what that <laughs> is, but you know, you'll figure it out. Um, and like, <laughs> from there, it was like, like hit the ground running. It was like, oh no, this makes sense to me. Cause like, actually my brain kind of naturally will just break visuals up into stories. Um, mm-hmm. And so this was a really natural thing for me to step into. 
So I was doing that. <laughs> also randomly got access to start being an instructor for a nonprofit that was teaching high schoolers photography. Mm. Um, so then was doing that. Um, also in school full time. And then I also had a job. And so you were doing all the things, (laughs) wearing all the hats, doing the absolute most. And so every year it would be like, all right, I need a planner because I'm doing too much and I need Mm -hmm. to like get it together. And we go shopping and couldn't find what I wanted. It was just like, Either they were like too girly because I'm like not that one. <laughs> like I'm just mm-hmm. not that one. I'm the um, same. Or way. it was like, or it was obviously created for like suburban stay at home mom that I was just also not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like, I would talk to my friends and we would run into the same things. And it would be like the end of the year, I would like do my polling, be like, did anybody find a planner that they liked? Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, I found one that I kind of liked, or oh, this one was gifted to me and it was nice, but it wasn't my feel. And it was like, all right, I'm not the only person that's having trouble looking for a planner that like fits what it is that I'm looking for. So maybe I can make one that like other people also like mm-hmm. and did. And a bunch of people liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so then it just kind of like spiraled out. Um, I always, I used to tell the joke that I feel like I was on that TLC show where people don't know that they're pregnant until a baby pops out. And that's what <laughs> it felt like. Cause it was just like, all of a sudden I have this thing that's like walking and talking and traveling all over the country. And I didn't know that this was what it was going to grow into when I decided that I was going to do it. Um, yeah, she's like walking and talking and making friends and I'm just, Oh, okay, cool. Um, and so (laughs) transitioned from the idea that I was like making something as a hobby and started to step more into like, all right, well, if this is going to be a business, then I guess I should treat it as a business. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think before it was kind of functioning as like something to hold me over in the in-between period, usually holiday season and like coming back into the top of the year. is just like, it's just a cluster, like between people yeah. being focused on holidays and then like mm, the lazy start to the new year that people tend to have in January. It would just be like this dry period for like gigs mm-hmm. and stuff. So I wanted to like make something that would do that. Um, mm-hmm. But then Beyonce put me on her Black Parade in 2020, yes. and it was like, yes. oh, this this is this is not that. Let me let me adjust. Um, and no. so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it was just adjusting from there. Um, and so now we're here, where I'm like in a space playing around with planners and figuring out how many different ways can I like design one. No, I love love that so much. And I love that you took a problem that you were having, that your friends were having, and you took that pain point and you made a resolution for it. You created a planner that could fix that pain point, not only for yourself, but for other people who might have been going through the same things. And uh, I think that's important. That's how you start a business. That's that's how most of the most successful businesses start, right? Identifying a pain point. But you said something very important that I want to touch on, which is you're like, now I need to start treating it like a business. So like for my girlies out there or anyone who, you know, they have this thing that they've developed and it's growing, it's morphing into something bigger than what they've expected. What was that turning point for you where you were just like, oh crap, like this, 
this is bigger than me. Like, this is actually a business. Let me get all my ducks in a row so I don't miss my beat. I mean, so, okay. So I think that in part, there's like a part of me that wants to do things that are like a certain level of like, I won't say perfection, but I have like a high standard of like what it is that I'm going to put out and put my name on. Right. Um, And so like, I definitely went into it serious, but like, like I'm from South Louisiana. So I would tell my friends that I'm making a planner and they would be like, you did go to school with white people. <laughs> like, Yo, oh, why did it have to be that? Um, and, just like, <laughs> and then it, like, so it was something that like was obviously like not what people were expecting me to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it got to be, it was like fun. It was just like, oh yeah, cause this is, I'm just gonna throw this planner out there. Whoever buys it, buys it. As long as I cover my cost, then I cover my cost and that's mm-hmm. it. Um, it really was like when I, when I saw, when I saw the brand on Beyonce's Black Parade, uh, Juneteenth, 2020, that it was like, oh wait, people are looking at me. Like, I'm not just like doing this. This is like, this is really a thing that yeah. has significantly more reach than I was ever expecting. Um, and so that's when it was like, oh, and like, mind you, dealing with that while also dealing with like the pandemic. <laughs> so like, mm-hmm. I'm like, Real life oh issue. yeah. Right. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to get serious about a planner, but also at the same time, everybody's schedule just got trashed. So, like, Mm -hmm. what is it that I'm, like, really trying to help people do? And so Mm -hmm. I think that, like, Beyonce, the Beyonce feature forced me to, like, uh, get serious about business in terms of, like, okay, well, like, maybe I shouldn't just have a planner. Maybe I should have more products and it shouldn't just be mm-hmm. this one-off thing, expand the business. Um, but it was also like, okay, if I'm doing this from my living room, cause that's, that's where I be doing myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm doing this in my living room and like reaching this far, then what impact is it that I actually want to have on people? Because mm-hmm. I never lost being an artist. Like I never right. went anywhere picking up these business hats sure but like at the end of the day i needed to be about someone feeling like their life was changed by something that they experienced that i made so yeah it was <laughs> like really that night um I, i'm just like remembering like seeing like i found can, out i was gonna say like, can you walk us through these emotions that you had when you found out because yeah i probably would have fainted <laughs> so i was i was like at home it it was like later in the day. Like I want to say it was like 8:30. Like it was mm-hmm. the end of the day. And I was just opened up Twitter and my homegirl from high school was like tweeted me and she was like, "Girl, you're on Beyoncé website." And I was like, "What are you <laughs> talking about?" She was like, "No, you're on the website." And she sent me a screenshot and a link and I was just like, "What?" And like my friends, like my friends saw me retweet it and they were calling me and they were just like, are you okay? And he was like, no. Like, like you know, walking around <laughs> the house, like, not okay. <laughs> okay. Like, what are you talking about? Just like mass emotions. I don't know if I cried, but I was definitely hysteric. Like, I think at one point I was just like laughing uncontrollably for like five or 10 minutes because this is not what I was expecting <laughs> mm-hmm. like I made a planner it was it was cute don't get me wrong my girls do the shit but like 
Hold on. <laughs> Did you go into the state of emotions of like, crap, like I need to make sure I have as much product as possible to push because this is going to reach so many people. Like, do I have the amount? So no, right? No. Um, the idea in my head was always to be like a boutique thing. Like I've mm-hmm. always really romanticized the idea of only ever putting out a certain number of cleaners and mm-hmm. if you showed up and bought it then you bought it that year and if not then you can buy a digital version or mm-hmm. like you can like fit in somewhere else um because again i never really wanted to be like aaron condren right to name drop uh-huh. <laughs> never wanted to be like aaron condren um mm-hmm. but like wanted to carve out my own space and I wanted to also make planners like for people mm-hmm. to to like right and like not feel like they had to like constrict themselves to fit inside of a planner but one that was like really supportive of themselves mm-hmm. do you feel because like I, oh go ahead mm-hmm. I was just gonna say like because like when that happened it was like it was June and so it was just kind of like, all right, well, y'all are getting the clear and stuff. And I guess I'll see y'all next year. Yeah. And it did. Like, and they, like the 2021 era of the planner was like bananas, absolutely bananas. Um, but it was like less panic about stocking shit immediately with mm-hmm. them. I'm sorry. I have a body mouth. Um, but it was like less no, concerned fine. about like... <laughs> less concerned about trying to do that immediately um and more just about like it was probably more of a question of how is my brand being represented and Mm -hmm. am I making the most of the touch point than it was like do I have enough stock because Mm. they'll be there like getting someone to buy into the brand is 10 times harder but like 10 times more important than getting them to buy into a product that's very true so when you think about the impact that you've had since you've launched in 2019, how do you feel like the impact that you want other people to have on the brand um, or through experiencing your brand has affected the impact that you have within yourself? Like has cultivating this planner kind of like changed some of your habits or routines or like just the way that you kind of like plan in general or see things? So not necessarily planning because I have said a couple of times <laughs> that I think that the the annual is really just kind of like the way that I process things and like giving mm-hmm. it to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause a lot of people would always ask, girl, how do you do so much? Like, <laughs> like how, yeah. how are you getting all of this done? And it was just kind of like, oh, well my brain was just like, oh, well this is what we gotta do. And so this is mm-hmm. chopping up the day to figure it out. <laughs> um, and so, that has that has mainly stayed the same. But what I do think is interesting is that it's been a lot of neurodivergent people who have commented mm. and like sent in reviews about how it's helped them focus their ADHD and like really mm. be able to stay on top of the things that they want to accomplish. To me, that is like bread and butter. Like, what do you mm-hmm. like? What do you mean? <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Yeah, like, that's the thing that, like, really will, like, keep me going. Um, Mm -hmm. But I will say, I will say that what definitely has changed and impacted my life is the skincare journal that I 
released earlier this summer. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has like drastically changed the way that I like shop whenever I'm in Ulta or Sephora looking for products. It changes the way that I manage things. I'm also a person that like I work at home, so like my days mm-hmm. tend to run together. And so yeah. it'll be like, did I exfoliate yesterday, or was it three nights ago, or was it two nights? Like, when did I do that? Um, and so having a place to like jot all of this down has been extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. Now I love that because as I've gotten older, I have definitely experienced some adult acne. I was definitely experiencing mm-hmm. it at the height of the pandemic, right? So going through skincare changes that I've never had to experience mm-hmm. before and trying to figure out how to navigate it. And when you go from using the same product, the same kind of products that you've been using to now, oh crap, like those products aren't working anymore. Like what do I do? <laughs> um, I think it's great that you've developed complexion in order to track your products, um, how you're using your products and really take a deep dive into your skin. So how did that come about was that from like personal issues you were having or like your friends like what what was that process like (laughs) it was really it was really because I followed Nye and other estheticians on Twitter and would always see them like responding to people who were like I bought this product but it like burned my skin off what am I supposed to do and it's like Mm -hmm. okay there has to be a way to like disseminate this information and empower people to like navigate through their skincare journey without being reliant on y'all because y'all have clients like estheticians have clients they have things to do and um I know a lot of them enjoy being on Twitter but also I don't think that's where they want to like have to be in order to connect with people Mm -hmm. so it was like I wonder if we can make a journal that helps people especially um because like in talking to Nye it would be like yeah but like keep in mind that like most products, you're not really going to see a difference until 28 days or six mm. weeks. And it would be like, that's a really long time. <laughs> like, that's a really long time, especially to like use a product and try to evaluate whether or not it's working. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. How do you know if this is working for you? Because like, sure, your skin might be clear-ish mm-hmm. or clearer than it was, but like, are you at a plateau? Do you need to change out something else? Or have you like combated your acne, but now you're dealing with scarring? Well, then what do you do about the hyperpigmentation that's Mm -hmm. over? So it was really about trying to figure out how to like disseminate all of this information (laughs) to give Mm -hmm. to people to be able to, so they wouldn't feel just so lost in skincare. Because skincare is biology. It's science-based, but I think we all learn about it through marketing. Right. And so like that automatically skews how these products are being sold to us and what effects we're supposed to be seeing and what results we can like all of that is just really skewed through marketing. And as someone who has a degree in advertising, it's like it's not fun to look at (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, because I know how hard it can be to navigate through that whenever you're reliant on well the product says that it's gonna do x y and z and it's like yeah but you look at the back of the ingredients and there's nothing there that's actually going to give you that so now what exactly and and then you look at maybe like tiktokers or youtubers and you're trying to follow their um, regimen but it's not one size fit all like 
just because you see somebody using vitamin C and a retinol doesn't mean that (laughs) your path. So I feel like that's great. And you said that you are, did you partner with skincare experts? I feel like I read that. Yeah. So three estheticians that I worked with. Um, So it's Nye Robert Smith, um, LA beautyologist on Instagram, Twitter, and then Mm -hmm. Golden Rx on YouTube. Um, and then Star Asia Abraham, she has a clinic uh, in Houston and then another one in Dallas. And then she's also a chemist and a formulator, um, which really offered a kind of a different perspective on some of the information I was able to provide. And then last was Eden Gilliam um, of Eve Milan, New York. She has her own skincare company. Um, yeah, so the three of us just kind of, well, the three of the three of them supported me as I was, like, figuring out the best ways to put this together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. So, yeah, got some got some expert opinions in there to, like, make sure that it's not too far from where, from, like, the information that people want to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, keeping in mind, because, like, part of the thing that the journal evolved into was this touch point for the estheticians and their clients to be able mm-hmm. to like deepen their treatment. Um, and I don't think that that would have happened if like they weren't involved in the process. Um, I think it just would have been like cute. Hey, track your skin, skincare journal. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but they were able to provide a lot more depth to the project. That's great. Once again, identifying a, a trouble in their space <laughs> and like, making sure that there's a resource that can combat that, which I feel like is a very smart way to just go about it. Um, So I guess in going through that, what has been some of your biggest, I guess, learning points as a, as an entrepreneur, a fairly new entrepreneur in a completely new space, the wellness space really is what I'm going to call it because that's what it is. But what has that been like for you? Oh, man. Uh, it's an interesting ebb and flow, right? Especially going through this process while also going through the pandemic, right? Because, yeah. <laughs> because I think that those things really worked hand in hand. Um, I think like one of the biggest lessons was you never know who's watching you because I've gotten celebrity shout outs from Jen Atkins, who is over mm-hmm. the Away hair care brand. Um Jessica Alba shouted us out earlier this year. Mm -hmm. And it's just, those aren't places that I'm like actively trying to put myself, but yet somehow I'm finding myself Mm -hmm. there. Um, (laughs) It's a lot of it. Right. Um, So just always being on your toes about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the willingness to fail, I think has also been a really important thing. Uh, Because I think we grow up with this like fear of failure, right? Like nobody Mm -hmm. wants to F because failure has always felt so final um and when you're an entrepreneur it doesn't get to be that <laughs> it yeah. gets to be oh you failed at 11 45 but you have something sh- else to do at 11 47 so you better like pick it, up. That. <laughs> <laughs> you better pick it up <laughs> figure out what you're doing um so it has definitely been a lot of like trial and error but like not taking it personal and allowing it to like just be a failure like okay cool we like put these numbers in did a problem didn't get the right answer cool how do we rework this to get what it is that we want to happen because even like like even like the beginning of the APC journey 2019 um engagement on Instagram versus 
engagement on Instagram now. They're just not even comparable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like, again, the willingness to pivot, to realize that like, exactly. okay, this is failing, but like, mm-hmm got to redirect this energy somewhere else because the people didn't disappear. The platform is just mm-hmm. doing whatever it is Instagram wants to do. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, how can we continue to reach them? What platforms right. do we need to navigate to? How can we work on email marketing? It's just like so many other avenues that I feel like exactly. people miss because they're so hyper fixated on Instagram. But it's just right. like there's so many other platforms that you can reach people or ways that you can make those intimate connections. Like think outside the box. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that has been think outside the box. And I think listening to to the people that you're mm-hmm. trying to service. Right. Because um, like emails. I don't know how I got so lucky with my <laughs> with my email list. My mailing list is. Phenomenal. I can like <laughs> average like a 47% open rate. Mm-hmm. And like That's I'm good. very proud of this. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm very proud. Um, so that's definitely a channel. But like also going a step further, sending out surveys. What do y'all like mm-hmm. about this? What are y'all not liking? Like, let me know. Cause if I like need to retweet, like if I need to tweak it, just tell me. I'll I can tweak it and not take it personally. Um, because like this year, uh, yeah, this year is going to be different. So, like, we've had these Smithsonian binding styles uh, for our journals, which in the world of binding, Smithsonian is, like, <laughs> like I don't want to say it's, like, Birkin quality, but it is <laughs> because <laughs> there are so few people who do it. And yeah. it all has to be done by hand, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they take, like, your individual signatures sew them together and so what it allows is your pages to lie flat Um, nice whereas in like a typical hardcover binding like the pages will kind of poof out a little bit Mm because they're glued um i absolutely love my binding style right Mm -hmm. but i'm also going to the grocery store and everything is twice as expensive as it was a year ago. Yeah. It makes no sense for me to produce a product that's going to be like super high quality while I also understand that the people in my community have to deal with the same grocery store prices that I have to deal with. Exactly. Like we're both going to the pump looking, paying $5 a gallon. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense for me to sit here and try to like convince y'all or sell y'all on the idea that like you need to spend this amount of money. Instead, we're flipping this year to like a wire O spiral binding that will allow me to charge like charge people less. Um, so they don't have to like think about, OK, well, am I buying a planner or am I buying something else? Because that really should never be the conversation that you have mm-hmm. to have. I, mean, I know that we live in the world that we live in, but yeah. that should not be the conversation that you're having. But like you said, it's paying attention to your audience and also paying attention to what's happening right now in our world. Like we're almost going through a recession. So like there are things that people have to prioritize in order to live. But it's just like, why not have a product that could be so beneficial for them during that time? They can still utilize resources for, but not have to break the bank. Um, So it's good that you're paying attention to your audience and just being aware of what's happening to everyone um, right. to make sure that it's still accessible to them. So that's great. Um, but I guess in talking about like 
how you kind of like have developed this brand kind of during a pandemic. Um, what was that process like for you during a pandemic? Um, how did you, I guess, continue to push yourself? Because I also developed my brand during a pandemic too. And I just felt very lonely during that process in my yeah. studio apartment. I was like, all right, am I doing this? Am I doing this or what? Like, and people often don't understand the upfront costs with producing a brand too. Yeah. So you're sitting here, you're producing your products or your services or whatever, and you're just like, uh, am I sure that this is gonna work? <laughs> what did I, mean, I just okay, do? So, okay, look. <sighs> The year starts in January. By March 2020, everyone's like everyone's schedule had just gone to shit. And yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. So I, I decided <laughs> to make a planner on the year. That's like, that's just not really a thing. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, but people, right? Like again, the community that has built around also planning company. Extremely grateful for them. Uh, the community was just like. It would, it had maybe like April, I think April, people were just, hey, yo, so I've been using your planner to like track my workouts and it's been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Or I've been using your planner to track like what it is I'm going to like eat every day and that's been really helpful. And it was like, okay, so there is maybe a purpose outside of this very small <laughs> purpose that I'm thinking of. Maybe there's more here. Um, and I remember like, really contemplating like like but is this something I'm gonna do again like mm-hmm. <laughs> like is it is mm-hmm. it worth it um and I think I I think I took a lot of inspiration from people telling me about the different ways that they were using their planner because mm-hmm. I had already kind of had some ideas for like okay so so like back when I was working for the nonprofit teaching photography at some point at the end of the three-year tenure or four-year tenure um, that shifted to like being over the whole photography program and Mm -hmm. then working to like build new curriculum right Mm -hmm. and so like in building curriculum I was able to understand like oh this is the way that the brain works this is the way that the brain processes information how many different worksheets can I make (laughs) that help people with their life Um, because I I can do this. Like, I can make a worksheet. I got that. That's easy. Um, And so it was, like, the willingness to expand outside of what I thought I was building, right? Because, like, planners, they're cute. For some people, they're absolutely necessary. Um, But, again, everything was closed. People's schedules Mm -hmm. meant so little. Um, and so it was like through having talks with Tatiana, um, Tatiana Taro and I did a tarot journal at the end of 2020. Um, it was like talking to her and her seeing like validity in the idea of doing a tarot journal. Mm-hmm. Um, I had talks with like Nye about the skincare journal. It wasn't titled at the time. Um, <laughs> the skincare journal and sh- like she saw validity in that. And it was like, okay, so maybe what I need to be thinking about is less about less about putting all of this weight on a planner and like mm-hmm. following the mold of what I see other planner companies doing mm-hmm. and like really be willing to like stand on my own shit. Right. Yeah. Cause like 
cool. I could have put out like a planner and then an academic planner and then a planner for teachers and like could have done all of that. And it would have been very, very easy to do. Um, Mm -hmm. But was that really going to make your life any richer? Right. Like, was that going to change what it was? Because like the thing that the pandemic taught me was that like, there's so much that we put weight on that actually, if you took it away, we still exist. And so the weight of that is entirely imaginary. Um, Mm -hmm. And so what happens when it's just us? Like, can we plan for ourselves? Can we plan for our bodies, for our minds, for our spirits? And come with it with the same intention and commitment that we embrace the outside schedule with. Mm-hmm. And it's good too, right? Because you want to create something that people, that becomes a part of someone's day-to-day life. I mean, right. for me, like an academic planner, I had one all throughout college. And once I got the hang of my schedule, I mean, that thing just, I went somewhere <laughs> in my room, I don't even know. But like being able to have a planner that I'm able to pour into and like refer back to and really like help track my progress that's more needed, especially during this time where day-to-day things are just so stressful and hectic, especially if you're wearing so many hats. So that's, that's the main thing. Yeah. Cause I think Mm -hmm. otherwise it wouldn't have been worth investing in. Like I've, (laughs) I've had a couple people DM me and be like, Hey, do you have tips for how I can start my own planner business? Cause Printing costs are just high, and it's just like, no, that's just what it costs to get stuff printed. Like, Actually, that's just what it is. <laughs> like, this is, I, I don't have a coupon. There's no cheat code. I don't know nobody. That's just what it costs. And and the sourcing for everything is a whole nother level. Like, I, it's just a, it's a lot that goes into yes. developing. <laughs> I think that people think that like, oh, like. Just give me the the cheat code. But really, it's just like you have to figure it yeah, out because yeah, yeah. it's a lot to go through. But <laughs> developing a planner, developing uh, multiple products under your brand, what do you feel like has, I guess, what do you feel like has been like your most like successful moment as an entrepreneur I know like the Beyonce moment but I mean like your day-to-day sitting down developing your products or like seeing messages come in like what is that moment of success for you what does that look like or do you feel like you've even felt it or reached it yet so I think I have moments of success Mm -hmm. right because there's different metrics Mm -hmm. like for sure people like leaving reviews and comments about how one product has helped them in one way or another is super dope. Um, but I also like had this really intense moment of success when complexion was finished. Mm. Like, like, okay. Like I'm calling it a skincare journal, but like, it's so much, <laughs> like there is mm-hmm. so much research that went into that project. Um, and there was a lot of times where that project, like it was about to get deleted. <laughs> Like, it was just like, I don't want you on my computer anymore. <laughs> You're taking up space. I don't know, like, where this is going, why I'm doing this. This is extremely stressful and for what? Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then, like, to see it finished and be like, nah, but I did that, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I did all of that research and made something that doesn't exist, right? Like, people are, a lot of people, like, I tell them what it is, and they're like, yeah, I've never heard of anything like that before. And it's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know, right? Like, that's that's the dope thing, is um, the ability to do that. Because, like, the annual planner is dope, but it's very much just a remix of what's already out there. And that's mm-hmm. not taking away from what she is, but, like, the format, for the most part, already exists. Mm-hmm. This skincare journal is just so far, <laughs> like, so far left field. <laughs> and it's innovative, um, too. Because, right. like, with an annual planner, like, sure, you might add add some things in like year over year but for the most part it'll keep like its same like foundation whereas complexion like can evolve into you know as you get more like customized like with other people like how you're receiving feedback and like just continuing to grow it's just like how to be innovative in the space where like it's a lot of sameness yes exactly exactly um so that was like that was dope um, but I also like, I don't know. I think that my life is a series of like moments of success because I, there was definitely a moment of success that would have happened probably when the first annual got printed, mm-hmm. um, that would have, that's necessary for me to even get to the point to even like dream about doing complexion. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's definitely been like, no, like quiet little like checkpoints. <laughs> that I feel like I've hit that have been like oh this is nice okay this is we're doing we're doing okay everything's coming together this is not we're not falling apart <laughs> we are managing um so yeah I think yeah because like outside of like the Beyonce moment and I think just because like that moment was so big and it wasn't mm-hmm. just for me it was for like me and then all of my friends yeah. <laughs> um that like that for sure is probably the biggest um mm-hmm. with I don't know there's there's been a lot of like okay no we're doing this because even Madewell um reached out and at the end of 2020 to like feature me in their labels we love section and mm. that was like that's that's crazy <laughs> that's that's crazy okay um all right all right like I'm signing contracts that have J Crew on them didn't uh-huh. know that that was <laughs> gonna be possible like, it's those so, moments that like let you know that you're on the right path and like that right. the risk that you took was worth it so I guess what advice do you have for entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs who may have this innovative idea or they may be working on their side hustle, but they're scared to take the risk and invest in it, invest in themselves and really just put themselves out there. Like you really just have to do it. And I know that that's, (laughs) I know that that's like not sound advice, but it's really kind of the only advice is that you have to be willing to put one foot in front of the other. Like, I think that a lot of people think about dreams and we get like really caught up in like what the end looks like. And it's like, yo, there are like several steps that happen long before you even get there. Like, that'll happen and shape what that even looks like. It'll change Mm -hmm. it. It'll be something completely different by the time that you get there. But the willingness to like continue to move forward, Mm -hmm. that's it. Like, that's. (laughs) <laughs> like that's really it that and 
trying to surround yourself with people who you trust, I think is also going to be the important thing. People who are going to tell you that they think something is whack when you need to hear that something is whack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but people who are going to tell you that they think something is dope when it's dope. Like you need both yeah. of those in, in equal amounts. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't see everything. Like think about yourself as a person. You can't see your back. You can't see anything that's yeah. going on your backside. You need somebody that's going to catch your back for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm sorry. You just you just gotta do it. I don't know what the innovative idea is, but get out there, get out there. Yeah, you're really not gonna know until you try. And exactly. yeah, as a creative, like it's important to have people in your corner who tell you the truth, but in a kind way, you know. Like, <laughs> tell you that doesn't make sense, but like you know, don't BS me about it. Um, so right, right. right. Protect my that. ego in the process. Exactly. Please protect my ego. Yeah, just be a little gentle there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so what newness is coming down the pipeline for APC? What you got planned? What oh, should we know about? Um, so you should get a copy of the 2023 20, 20, annual if you can. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a really limited run this year. Uh, might do some like hardcover undated so that might end up happening. We'll mm-hmm. see how this how the winner shakes out. Um, there is a body planner. Um, that's probably the name is going to change. <laughs> um, but it is a planner that's all about helping people uh, track their periods. But also mm-hmm. if you're into natural cycles and tracking your cervical fluid, um, mm-hmm. it's got space for that too. Um, so mm-hmm. kind of like complexion, but just for your menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in the works. So hopefully that comes out within the next year. We'll see how much research that takes. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that's gonna be good too, especially with everyone feeling hesitant about using apps that help right. track those things. I just feel like right. that is gonna be such a um, vital resource to have that's gonna feel intimate and close to them without having to put their data on the flow app or whatever it may be. Right, because who knows where that data is going to end up. Exactly. Um, we got to bring back mattress money. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing about ABC is mattress money. It's okay for you to write it down, close it up in a book, and have nobody else know about it. It's fine. Yes. Yes. No, for sure. We're in the digital era. Everybody wants to talk about it, but you ain't got to. Mm-mm. You don't. And it's good to have something close to you and intimate to you that is just yours. Like, Bye. for sure yours. Yes. So <laughs> I'm super excited about that. I'll definitely be looking into that when you drop it. Um, where can we find you? Where can we find APC? Where can we find you? So APC is on all social media. Is also planning company, or I'm sorry, also planning co. Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. Yes, all all of the above. Don't don't um, sleep on Pinterest. Don't sleep on Pinterest. Never sleep on Pinterest. Okay. <laughs> there are client process, projects that I've got built off Pinterest. Okay. Like, don't sleep on mm-hmm. it. <laughs> um, me. You can find me by Scotty. Oh, Scotty like Scotty Pippen. S-C-O-T-T-I-E. Um, o on Twitter. And then it's the same on Instagram, but there's a period after the Scotty. So it's Scotty.O. By Scotty.O. On Instagram. Yeah, but I'll be around. You can come talk to me. 
<laughs> well, thank you so much, Scott, for being on the show. And I hope that all of our listeners are able to take a peek at APC and all the amazing things that you have coming down the pipeline. Hey, yeah, I'm excited. Thank you so much. This is a great conversation. If you're not already, be sure to follow us over on Instagram at Currently Bossing and The Boss of Inc. If you love our podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your rating helps us to reach other bosses like you who are ready to level up and reach their truest potential. Tune in every Monday for our newest podcast episodes. We'll talk to you then. Bye.